Welcome back, NFC East fans, to Clashing Conferences podcast. I'm here with the regular crew. We got Greg representing the Eagles after a big win against the Cowboys this week. We got Randy Huge. representing those Cowboys. We got Paul with the Washington Commanders. And we got Chris for Pete rocking with the New York Giants still. So, uh, big, big week. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming he's still rocking with the Giants. We'll find out here shortly. But a big Hockey week next, in baby. week nine. I already mentioned the, uh, the, the big win by the Eagles there. We had the Giants getting crushed by the Raiders 30-6. to six. And then we had the Commanders squeaking it out against the Patriots 20-17. to 17. That's covers for the Eagles and, and the Giants, or I'm sorry, covers for the Eagles and the Skins last week. In our internal competition, our point categories last week were most interceptions, which was won by Paul's commanders with a whole one interception, the yeah. only interception <laughs> in the entire conference this week for showing. Longest touchdown also won by Paul's commanders at a giant 33 yards. Another another fairly <laughs> poor showing by all four teams there. Uh, quarterback rush yards goes to Philly and Greg with Hertz, 36 yards. Not exactly the highest, but a, no. a fair showing there. Nothing overwhelming Enough. this week. Season scores, we have Greg at 11. We have Randy and Chris tied right behind him at 9. And we got Paul with only four, but you doubled up this week, buddy. Double up. From two to four. Got to start somewhere. So uh, this week, I want to start with Paul. Uh, Despite the the big Eagles win, Paul last week not only got a team win, but he crushed it in the internal competition. He crushed it on his picks. He went three for three on his picks. He's the only person here that did that last week. He also called Washington for interceptions. He said longest longest touchdown will be a crapshoot, which it was. Everything was low. And he called the quarterback rush yards coming out of the Philly-Dallas game. So Paul certainly had a heck of a week, uh, not only with his team, but with our competition. And why don't you lead off, buddy? Yeah, I think that, that calls for a, uh, a guest appearance. So give me just a second here. <laughs> I want to take a minute. I want to take. I want to talk about a very important topic, and that is ACLs. ACLs. I have never heard of a bigger bum ass ligament. There was nothing good about an ACL. Nothing good has ever come out of an ACL. No one has ever saved a life because of an ACL. Those stupid things do nothing but tear. Mm. And you know what I did after I tore mine? The very next day, I showed up at the charity event for the children. What does Daniel Jones do? Sits there and swims in his pile of money like he's Scrooge freaking McDuck. You know why? Because Daniel Jones is a bum. He is the ACL of ligaments, the ACL of body parts right there. So, um, Love it. So, yeah. Uh, well, we could start with the, uh, the Giants, uh, get this over with quick. You know, you should have picked up Josh Dobbs. He single-handedly became, in one game, the fifth greatest Vikings quarterback of all time. Um, you know he's uh, gonna get them in the playoffs watch yeah, that watch out I, 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 hey i mean Wentz went today who's left you're going maddie ice you're going someone else i mean i think you should think look at matt barkley again trey lance uh, is always like, out there there you go uh so about the uh about the game it was looking pretty darn dismal you know if you're looking at the stats 
uh, it's was pretty incredible that you really only had like 60 yards less. You know, you had the same amount of first downs, same, you know, more, more time possession, but it's the big difference was those sacks. You said you had a defense, you didn't. They didn't do anything, and of all. course, in typical giant fashion, gave up eight sacks in very inopportune times. You know, Danny DeVito, yes, out there. Yes, I said Danny. Danny DeVito out there. You know, I thought we were going to have another negative nine yards per game after his, uh, what was it, one for three for 11 yards and two picks. My man went 12 for 17 for 164 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think you might have a franchise quarterback on your, uh, on, your uh, on your radar there. So you answered your question. That's probably who's going to be starting the rest of the year. I mean, I mean, why, why waste fault. your why waste your money or do anything? I mean, why you're two and seven? Like, especially if you're just going to blame. If you're you know you're going to still try and still get the number one pick and take Caleb Williams um, for next year and create a controversy. Typical Giants fashion is they'll end up taking a defensive end with that overall first pick. Just what they'll do we'll with character out. issues. With yeah, character we'll... issues. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll move find on out to where the, their heart uh, is. Mm. Move on to uh, right to, to our game. It wasn't you know pretty at times. You know uh, Sam Hell threw his typical three hundred plus yards at his typical. Rookie interception that was a bad one. At the um, end of the half, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the announcers were all over him, as usual. It's those where you got to hold them and you know when to fold them. Should have just thrown it away. Uh, you know, to, to Chris's point all year, Terry was the leading receiver in receptions and yards, um, as well as getting uh, the, the run game established. And what do you know? The, the passing game opens up a bit. Um, the game really probably shouldn't have been as close as it was based on the stats. But again, you know, it's very opportune times uh, to turn the ball over opportune times to go three and out things like that. So uh, that was the story of our game. If you look at it, you know, we had over a hundred yards more than they did and barely squeaked out at the end and easily a couple of plays go a different way. And we definitely could have been, been, been embarrassed and lost. But speaking of embarrassing losses, <laughs> this was an embarrassing loss for the Eagles. The only winner in that game was America. The Eagles did not win that game. The Eagles played awful, and you deserve to lose. You, Dak Prescott threw more yards than your whole team had rushing and receiving. The only mm. reason that you won is because Dak Prescott, just like Kirk Cousins, is Dak Prescott. You know, if you leave it, he's literally the opposite of Tom Brady. You give him two minutes left to, to win the game. You've got zero chance. I'm taking the future on that every single time. I'm betting that every time, you know, you had well over a hundred yards more uh, coming from the, uh, the, the Cowboys. And I know we're going to talk about the rest. We're going to get into it. The penalties were the exact same. You both had 10 and the yardage from those penalties was actually higher for the Eagles. Yep. Now, again, like everything else we've talked about, this will be the third time I say it. It's about the opportune uh, times for these penalties uh, that may or may not have been beneficial to one team or another. And I may just kind of be trying to, to feed into that. But I think we had a great week. I look forward to talking about the next week. Don't really care what uh, Chris is going to have to say because it doesn't matter. But I appreciate his uh, blind loyalship. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, we can we can pass it to. Uh, to somebody who was uh, supposed to, and I was right about the game being close. You know, both of you said that it was kind of going to be a blowout. 
uh, Randy defined blowout as like, I think like three points or something. I don't know. It was kind of confused, but it, it was a pretty good game to watch uh, for sure. Going back and forth. So one of you two, I want to hear, uh, I want to hear what you guys think about it. Go ahead, Greg. You want me to go or Chris, you want to go in and talk about your giants real quick. You want me to just make, break ahead, it down? Real quick. We'll, we'll leave the big yeah. game up for the finale too. Then they're going to take a couple minutes. I like, agree with Paul with a lot of things. I guess we're playing, we're, you know, kumbaya again, Paul. I mean, Giants, I mean, first of all, I didn't think Jones should have played. I don't think he was healthy. He proved it. He had some – he just went out. They went right out. He tried to sling it. He went deep a couple times to high it. He overthrew him one. He underthrew him one. He had a bad play to Barkley on, like, a little swing pass. He just didn't look right. Corey actually came over and watched the game with me. That's fun. Like – how often do the Raiders and the Giants play? And then they do, and he comes and they smoke us 30 to 6. But <laughs> we both suck. We both suck. Raiders versus, versus uh, t- uh, Danny DeVito's Westchester University, yeah. huh? And we actually almost went to this game. In the offseason, we talked about going to this game. And I was like, man. And he was like, I still would have been hype. Well, yeah, it's 30 to 6, dude. Like, of course you would have been hype. But nah, the, like, he, Jones didn't look right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so. Last year, I was pumped, coach of the year. This year, he's like everything he did last year was gold. This year, it's like he's not managing the injured players right. He lied about Graham Gano. He lied about Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones wasn't ready. They pulled Daniel Jones out after a run. They asked him about his leg. You know, nobody wants to sit out of a game. He just missed three games. He said he was all right. They put him back in. Uh, Crosby almost hits him. It looked like he almost hit him, but Jones fell down. And then the very next play, they come back in, he snaps it, steps back, puts a little pressure on his foot, you know, he drops back, falls to the ground, same deal, done. Done for the year. Greg texted, you think it's over for him? I don't know what's going to happen, man. Like, they didn't have to sign him. They chose to sign him. They didn't have to give him a contract. They didn't give him his fifth-year option. They decided to pay him. Now what do you do? His cap is $60 next year, and... he won't be ready for training camp either. He's he's not starting. So what are you going to do? If you're going, right now, you got the fourth pick. If you get the second pick, if you trade up, like I mean, I'd be lucky to win another game this year. Like maybe for real. you should try and try and draft a Tar Heel instead of a Duke Blue Devil next time. And I and I and, and you honestly, get some Drake May. And honestly, if you do take a quarterback, which one do you take? Do you take the kid from Carolina, or do you or do you take Caleb Williams? Like which one do you want? I don't know. one you think is it's, the right one that eventually will be the wrong one. That's and the it one has to be, and me, it has but. to be, and it has to be, you have to think he's that next guy because you're not, you just paid this dude. Like you have to be a hundred percent if you're going with one, in my opinion, or you don't take one. Yeah. I don't my know. opinion is you don't take the kid that ran to the sidelines, went up to the crowd and cried to his mom. I don't take that kid. I take yeah. the kid that's standing on the field that looks across the field that says, God damn it. And gets pissed and wants to come back and fight some more. That's I, the guy I, I take. I agree, and I and that's why. Like I, I didn't hear where Paul was going with that, but I should have known it had to be a, a dig against Daniel Jones. But <laughs> I don't even. You guys, we should just get off the Daniel Jones topic because at this point, I'm just. I feel bad for him, man. I feel yeah. bad for the oh, kid. Oh. It's, they 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 ruined his career. They did. They set him up to fail. From the they even say it. They agree to it. it it's bullcrap. But on to the game. <laughs> on to the game. He gets hurt. The veto comes in. That. It was a rough start for him. He actually, like, got a little, like, you know, the line, got some people back. It started looking a little better. He made some nice throws. He's not he's not the, a quarterback of the future, but I say roll with him. It's a disaster. I don't know who's playing. Like, I don't know what's going to happen this week. 
Waller's out for a few weeks. I know we're going to get smoked. I think we're like 15 points, like underdogs. 16 and a half. Yeah, 16 and a half. Probably not going to cover, like, unless Dak does Dak things like he does in the fourth quarter or in the last two He's minutes of the game. to do it. So, yeah, the Giants, like, it's tank time. It's time to, like, wait and see. I want to get my popcorn ready. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I'll move on to the Eagles-Cowboys game. Like, if you look at the stats, you think Cowboys should have won the game. Like, Dak yeah. had three touchdowns, 375 yards. Lamb had 191 yards. Ferguson, 91 and a touchdown. Tolbert looks like your next up-and-coming wide receiver. He's surpassing uh, Cooks. He's surpassing Gallup. He, yeah. had 49, he had 49 and a touchdown. Hertz had 207. He did have that rushing touchdown. I think he had three touchdowns, right? He had two passing, yeah. one rushing. Yeah. Brown, you hold Brown to 66 yards. Uh, did he get a touchdown? I think Brown got a touchdown, right? No. Smith got so. a touchdown. Yeah. Wow. Smith, Smith had 51 and a touchdown. Uh, Parsons, five or six pressures, one or two sacks. I mean, if you look at the stats, you think Cowboys should have won the football game. Um, but they didn't. Eagles did it again. And, and Greg, I'm going to say it finally. I don't know if it's just all being defeated. I feel like my season's over after nine weeks, after thinking it was going to be a good year. Uh, last year, everything went perfect for you. Nobody really got hurt. Easy schedule. Luck of the draw in the playoffs. You didn't win it. Like that team, you know, I didn't think they were going to win it. This team, this team's pulling games out. They're gritty. Guys are getting hurt. They're not doing things perfect. They're finding ways to win. They probably should have lost this game against a team that they're going to have to face again in the playoffs. I don't know. I think Eagles could do it this year. This is the type of team that could do it. That's just uh, my opinion. You gotta, some of those scrappy wins, I mean, if you're not used to being able to pull out wins that you may not uh, deserve, you know, you're not going to know how to face that adversity in the playoffs if you start having like a down quarter or a down half. You're not going to be able to come back. You and almost a, sound like I've been saying that for the last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, you you might have said it, but I'm just I try to tell you I'm calling it like I see. There's like there's no forth. way you can say the Eagles are a better team this year than they are last year. Last year they could they're put not, teams away. This schedule year they can't hardly win. The, the situation yeah. though, the schedule but they, up until last week was the easiest schedule in the NFL. But they are winning. I want I want to do the, my real quick. I don't on think the you can say hardly win at eight to one. They're eight and one. Yeah, they're winning. They're they're squeaking out games and figuring squeaking out ways out to games. win, figuring out ways to win, not lose. They were trying to give that game to you guys. You just couldn't do it because your quarterback you just makes well dumb and because decisions. you know referees. And every Eagles game, I, I swear they'd be five and four, or four four and four if it wasn't for the refs this year. Yep. Yep. My uh, am I supposed to do my analysis of the Washington Patriots game? You want you want it? All right. Yeah. Well, skins like. Patriots, I don't think either team's really that good. I wasn't worried about either of these teams. I wasn't worrying about the Washington without Daniel Jones. Now it's a different story. I mean, you'll probably smoke us. I think everybody will beat us here on out. Patriots was another team like the Raiders. I didn't think, you know, I wasn't worrying about the Raiders. Our defense didn't do nothing. Where's this defense that was holding people to 11 points a game and getting all these sacks and all these pressures the last three or four weeks? I don't know if it was like a – Kind of like an Eagles moment when they should have been running the ball against the Jets. I don't know if they just thought we could do something different. We're good. I don't know. I told you I kind of like that O'Connell. He looked good. He was like nine for ten in the first half. He he played well. He's a second. That was his second start. I don't know why Wink didn't attack him. But point of the story is that's what I think the Patriots are. Like I think I thought we should have beat them. I thought we should have won a few games in a row if we were healthy. 
Uh, Washington went up early. Um, they just had a couple big plays to take the lead. Hal threw at pick. Then it was a bunch of punts. The game got really boring in the second half until that last drive. And then I think what you had a rookie secondary guy intercept the ball to win the game. Yeah, it was tipped. That's how and then, yeah, yeah, it was tipped and then right into his hands. Yeah, Otherwise, really, they were driving. It was they were, they were right about to tie it up. I think sure. prior to that, there was like five or six punts in a row after a pretty decent first half. I think Hal threw that pick at the end of the half, and then it just nobody really scored again until, you know, the end of the game there. But, yep. yeah, not I don't pretty. know. There's not, pretty. there's not much to say about that game except for the fact that I thought the Patriots were going to win. And, and Hal, I'm, he gets, you know, he's a, he's a young kid. He, get, he puts a lot of yards up, man. You got to – I respect what he's doing. I, I like him. I'm back on the Hal train. Hmm. All right, fellas, it's your moment. Oh, I don't know about moment, but <laughs> my, my, my. How about them cowboys, baby? Fly, <laughs> Eagles, fly. On yeah. the road to victory. You're going to have to see fly, at least once or twice Eagles, fly. You know what, Randy? I was going to try to be nice to you tonight, but God damn it. How about those cowboys? Wow. Those cockroaches. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it it is it was a great game. It was. We got on, we talked at halftime. It was a close game. Neither of us were talking trash. We were kumbaya. We we're holding hands. <laughs> I even gave you a hug, smacked you on your butt a little bit. And then a little tush push. Second half, tush push. And then yeah. second half, you know, it it was a good game. It really was. I know mm -hmm. exactly what you're gonna say. The officials this, the officials that. You know, uh, Paul hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's, you know, we, I think we each had 10 penalties close to 100 yards. Now, if you were to tell me last week we were to have 10 penalties, three fumbles, and we still win by five, six, whatever it was, I would have told you you're full of shit. Um, we, we got, I don't want to say lucky, but we got handed the, we won. Um, did I'll say lucky. <laughs> you can say lucky. That's fine. We're eight and one, and I'm loving every second of it. Um, I think the best part about all of it is Dak did Dak. Dak is what Dak is. And, and you know, moments. say the, the officiating this, the officiating that. And it wasn't just Dak. It was the biggest moment. The two-point conversion, stepping out of bounds. It's like, oh, my God. It was the tight end didn't run a deep enough route that he was down at, like, the inch line. It and, was, uh, you know, grabbed a little early, too. He, he was grabbed early. I will say that. Reed touched him early. And the um, lines got repainted at halftime. And the line, yeah, exactly. The so lines got repainted at halftime. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the game overall the went well. Bad, I don't know. Yeah. Um, again, bad officiating, I believe, both ways. Um, I think there was a couple couple calls that, that went our ways, a couple calls that <laughs> went me. your ways. Um, I was frustrated. I think we talked about it at halftime um, with the late hit, low hit. Um, apparently you're allowed to hit quarterbacks in the knees now. Um, you know, that bone bruise that was bruised uh, came back and it, uh, uh, reared its ugly head. And it did affect Jalen. Um, I think the thing that made me the most frustrated was the Dallas Goddard hit. If you if you take back and you watch that play, look what that safety does. I mean, I think that there's just cheap shot after cheap shot in that game. And it goes both ways. I get it. It, it. it put Goddard out for four to six weeks, and, and that's what's frustrating to me with that. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing what everybody is overlooking is, you know, I think the Cowboys only scored six points the second half, if I'm correct. 
Um, you know, so they scored a touch. That was it. They went for two and missed it. And our defense is ugly as it looked as bad as Nicobe Dean looked. And the middle of that field was wide open and you guys took advantage of it. Uh, we got no in, inside rush, um, which gave Dak two, three, four seconds. Um, Sacked him five times though, didn't you? No, I think we had two and a half, three sacks the whole game. Yeah, and I they were, more they came, that. I think they came in the second half. Uh, Brandon Graham had a hell of a game uh, the last three drives. And again, you know, just Sirianni, and I don't know if it's Hurts or Sirianni, with the play calling, you know, we're third and three, and he throws a go mm -hmm. route to, mm -hmm. to, I don't get it. The whole last drive, I don't know yeah. how you guys felt, but that stupid, like when, when Brown ran into Swift and he almost fumbled yeah. and all that nonsense, like why did it, you could have just did the, Tush push three times and wasted well, and time. Like I don't and, understand why like what and, was going and, on there. Like and I don't understand if it's Jalen hurt or Jalen calling out of the plays or or opting out of the play call. I don't know what it is. Rod Taylor. <laughs> it's um it's happened a couple times. It happened to us in a couple games this year. Washington the same thing, and it's it's aggravating. Um, Dude, I really thought I was going to have a heart attack during that game. It was extreme highs, mm -hmm. extreme lows. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy cow. Oh, the um, days. I missed those and days. That game took, <laughs> and that game took forever. Maybe next year. Because yeah. of all yeah. the flags. Uh, if I wanted, well, to, see that that much, was, if I wanted yeah. to see that much laundry, I'd go pick my clothes up from Randy's mom's house. <laughs> Very cute. Oh, yeah. Very cute. Um, yeah, but you talk, about the last, you talk about the last drive itself. Um, I think we had a pass, um, pass interference call on Bradbury didn't turn around. Um, we had a uh, roughing the passer call. We had like on Hick or, um, Reddick. I mean, there was a lot of calls and it's just like, Oh Jesus, we're going to lose this game. And then the exact opposite happened. Dak did Dak and didn't spike the ball. He ran a couple plays and just time management in the, the, See, but Detail. But, Greg, I look at it. You watch everything that happened the last drive. And, like, honestly, besides the fact that Dak drove 80 yards in 50 seconds and then there was a penalty of a delay of game or whatever it was, I mean, it was a good drive. There, I would have said, like you said, Dak did Dak. It was a pass interference I, call, though. And sure, sure. But, you, like, yeah, but that was 50 yards, yeah. But, that was, but my point that was 85% of the yards that you picked they up. They made it the whole way down the 11-yard line with, with 30 of those seconds left. I mean, you say Dak did Dak. He, he, that last drive, he was near perfect. And like, I, I don't even think he really made a big mistake the last drive. I'm sure he was sacked right there at the end, but it's you got to get rid 20, of the ball. He, you have no timeouts. It's 25 yards to go. I mean, there's, it's like asking him to do a hail Mary almost. I mean, it's not quite that, but you got 25 yards and a play or two left to do it. I mean, you're probably going to throw a pick or take a sack out of all the stuff I saw for once. I actually, again, just like the chargers game, I felt like Dak was actually in my, words of my boy Topher balling and I feel like he was balling. actually doing pretty good but finish up on them other two games and I'll I'll jump in okay all right quickly I um didn't watch any of the Giants I didn't watch any of it have no comments on that I just saw they got blown out sorry Chris Danny with the ACL I do feel bad for him I really do I think your team put him in a tough spot I do I, I feel horrible I think that team put him in a bad spot and I think he was set up for failure um you know, I don't know what they're going to do in the future. Uh, I, I mean, as much as I hate the Giants, I wish them him the best of luck. 
but it's it's horrible. Um, I did watch a little bit of the Washington Patriots game. Uh, I lost money on that game. Uh, thank you, Washington. Uh, I honestly thought that Belichick was going to pull it out. I think they had a, a chance at the end, and it's I see a lot of Mac Jones hate up there. Um, and if I if, remembering the the play, I think it got tipped by a New England player. Um, it bounced off his hands. Um, so I mean, I don't know if it's all Mac Jones. I think it's I think Belichick has lost the team, um, and that's that's a shame. You know, uh, I don't like the Patriots. I don't like Belichick, but he's he is a coach. He's a great coach. Um, so I respect him. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if you know Chris has any truth. If there's any truth to that rumor Chris heard about him in San Diego. Uh, but he's my guess is he's going somewhere. Um, I know Robert Kraft probably is not happy right now. Um, so Rumor is that if if they don't beat the Colts in Germany, he could get fired this time yeah. next week. Yeah, we're gonna start seeing that next couple of weeks. That's Ooh. for sure. Well, all right, Randy. I'm gonna start with uh, the Giants game, and Chris, I, I'm not gonna rip on Danny Jones this week. I feel bad for the guy. I feel like actually for the first time. Can't rip on him. He's time. already torn up enough. That's true. For the <laughs> first time it. in a long time, I'll agree with you. Danny Jones would have done better in a backup quarterback. I'm sorry. I don't think Danny DeVito's a guy that should be starting another game. I think they need to find somebody else to finish out this year that at least gives him a shot at a win or two and a little bit of hope for next year. Because right now, if Danny Jones doesn't start back, I'm sorry, you don't have receivers. You got a tight end. Your running back's getting old. Your defense is iffy. There's nothing your, – your offense, as Paul said, should be put in prison, your offensive line. There's not much to look forward to. I feel like – Call that, didn't I? I feel like the Giants have to figure out a way to end at some sort of positivity this year, and that is not with that kid that they got throwing a ball right now. I mean, I mean, like Paul said, I mean, his third – I mean, he got – I mean, trust me, his garbage points and Wash and Raiders are not that good. Like, Yeah. No, but he, neither are the Giants. He played decent enough to put some yards up. He looked better. They let him throw the ball. At least yeah, all I'm but, saying is why bring in somebody else? Like, like, like I said, Tyrod will be back. I feel like you got to give a little bit of hope to this team at the end of the year. Again, I feel like I'm the only true Giants fan here. Paul, as far <laughs> as you go, I'm the only person in this group that called your win besides you. And I called it about, I think, exactly as it was, a three-point winner, at least a, a I think it said it was going to be close, but you guys are going to win. Got predictions for you for this week. Sam Hal, I think, is doing good. I don't understand why the as good of a of, of players as you guys have on your team, your coach does not want to get the the ball in the hands of your playmakers near enough. Your your running back, the young running back. I don't understand why they're not giving it to him. He is doing awesome. Gibson was even tearing it up this week. And I just feel like they just, again, they just continue to drop back and drop into these no-name wide receivers when you got pretty good. I mean, Dotson, I don't want to say he's a bum, but, I mean, Terry was open uh, from some of the replays I watched. I was watching the Cowboys game, but Terry was open a couple of times. And it's just like Hal is almost, uh, I don't know, almost scared to go there because I I, I feel like it it can be a bigger play. Uh, Terry can be deeper sometimes. I don't know. Anyway. I, I, I like what I see with Hal. I think it's going to be an interesting addition. I can't wait till I can hate on the Washington Redskins again or the Commanders. They've just been piss poor for so long, I end up feeling bad for them rather than hating them. But 
you know, we'll yeah, I know see. it's been it's been just decades between, you know, the last time each of us won a playoff game, just decades <laughs> or like three years. A hole. Either way, you're coming up on you're coming up on 30 years here pretty soon. So hey, I don't want to hear one last year. I don't want to hear it anyway. On to the Eagles. My yeah, man. And Des ca- caught it too, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my, right, Steve. My, my man, I got to tell you, again, I mean, yes, it was a really good game. That was probably, I, I said it earlier in text message, for my team to lose against who is the quote-unquote number one team in the NFL, I'll take that loss any day of the week. Very easily could have won that game. One play, two calls could have gone differently and we would have won the game. Yes, I, I agree. There were some calls that went against Dallas. I think that goes to say this Eagles home officiating team is terrible. And I read it on Yahoo this week is the NFL has got to start looking into the Eagles officiating crew. I mean, this I is, didn't know Yahoo was even around anymore. Uh, <laughs> Google bought everybody. No, no, but a core. Again, did what, did, mess, what did, did Bing did you, say? Did Bing say did you, anything? Did you message them on AOL? <laughs> yeah. Again. Did you put one of the CDs again, in? We we got at least two home games this year for the Eagles that there were blatant, obvious <laughs> calls made that were game-changing calls. And, and again, I, I, I you know, this is going back to, like I said, the Super Bowl with freaking Bradbury grabbing. I mean, at some point, somebody's got to say, hey, what is going on? I don't know if, if it's going to have to be freaking Roger Goodell or somebody's got to look into what's going on. Because there is play call. Again, Cowboys, like we all said, played the better game. Like you said, Paul, in the end of it, they made the mistakes at the worst time that the Eagles did. I don't disagree 100%. And in this game, bad calls against the Eagles. But I agree there were bad calls both ways. But I don't think I've seen games that are consistently called bad not necessarily always for the Eagles, but in Philadelphia as much as this. And somebody's got to look into I, – I don't know. I, again, I, I know you it's easy. You can leave the charge. Do it. You I know it's this. easy to say this. All that being said, you're 8-1. and one. How are you 8-1? and one? Some bad calls, some close games. Yep. I don't know. But well, what do you call that? What do you call Are you proud of the 8-1 and record? Oh, 100% proud of the 8-1 well, and and record. And why are you proud of why it? Why not? Really? Why why am I proud of it? Because yeah. any team can win any Sunday in the NFL. So you said earlier That's right. you said earlier a win's a win, right? I say a win is a win is a win. Absolutely okay. in so, the NFL. Then I'm gonna go back to Dallas won five Super Bowls and you keep going, well, that's ancient history. A win's a win, sucker. We got five of them. It, Count it them. is one, two, three, four, five. What is relevant in twenty twenty three is not relevant in twenty sure. Are we saying a win's a win or not? Are we saying a win's a win or not? Listen, this we literally you can't have your cake and eat it too. We literally fought about this for forty five minutes over text message. I the love point you that I'm trying to say cake, is, Randy. What's that? The, I love you talking about eating cake. I can totally <laughs> picture it. <laughs> the point that I'm saying is you have, what, two, three playoff wins in 30 years. So yeah. a win's not a win? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, you all can't three have both ways. Yeah, all three of them's great, Randy. Good. Okay. Good job. There we go. All of your eight and one's great. Good job. I can say it, too. My point is, it, it, Eagles fans love to talk about, oh, you can't count those wins. Those wins are in the past. Well, then I can say that your team isn't winning very good. Well, let's put and this I don't in perspective. I'm proud of the last time Dallas Cowboys were I good and right I now. used a VHS VCR. My son doesn't even know what that is. He has no idea what a VCR is. The last time <laughs> Dallas what was relevant and a good playoff team. Okay, like last year they won a playoff game and lost and to San Francisco. I mean, I feel like they were a pretty decent that- team then. 
Dak lost to San Francisco. Sure, Dak lost to San Francisco. Hey, getting back to the game a little bit quick. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about that. 14 quick seconds quick and running draw. I will say Did he this. audible into that? Again, like again, my, 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 I, I am the first person. You guys have heard me criticize Dak. I'm the first person. But I will say, again, the, the Dak that played the, la the Chargers – that played last week against, uh, now I'm drawing a blank, but beat them 40 to whatever it was, and then this week played the Eagles, was a Dak that, again, Thanks. was a baller. And going forward, you guys got to play the Cowboys two more times, at least one of them not in Philadelphia. I feel like I feel like you guys, you're going to have to be uh, playing a, a quite a tough team again. You know, you're saying about the injuries and stuff. There was a lot of physical playing going on in that game. Probably more than the Eagles have played all year. And gonna now we got to buy the rest. At least two more times this year. Well, at least, at least you one say more, two, more. two more. I was going to say, you've said two more a couple of times. I'm like, you know, it's if we are the number one or the number two seed, and right now you are the fifth seed in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? So, but, I, I don't but, know. But who, who who's – I mean, yeah, any, any team can win at any given time. But right now, sure, Detroit looks – pretty decent but like besides that schedule. besides that san francisco's laying big eggs and Seattle just looks, up huge defense alignment for oh yeah but their quarterback can't even move the ball down the field you got you got uh 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 Atlanta. Don't forget about Dobbs in Minnesota. Oh, there you go. I guess that's there, but you got Atlanta. Who looks like crap. I just, I, I don't see, I mean, on a consistent basis, any team can win any week, but on a consistent basis, Stop I can't Giants. see. I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get Trey Lance. Yeah. But I rest yeah. my case. Yeah. All thanks, right. Stuttering John. I think that's a good segue <laughs> into our, uh, on our break there. I got to give Randy props to, on two quick, uh, very Nostradamus-like quotes last week first before we get off here from, from, from previous week. He said last week um, he predicted 30 points for the Cowboys, if not for the refs, and 23 points and a lot of talk about a, a pass interference penalty on the, the one-inch line there. I got to say that that seemed pretty Nostradamus-like in the second one. To your to your own downfall, you said every time I believe in the Giants, they let me down, <laughs> <laughs> and I believed in them. Go figure. And you did. So there you have it. I think that wraps up week nine. We'll be back <laughs> soon to look forward to week ten. The Daniel Jones train. <laughs> Going to whatever team he goes Welcome to. Welcome back I, I you were in a to Giants part two of the Daniel Jones train. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to week 10 of the NFC East. We got two matchups this week. We got the Philadelphia Eagles on bye. We got the Giants going to Dallas. And Dallas in a, a very, very big spread there, favored by 16 and a half points. And then we have Washington going to Seattle. And Seattle favored in that one by six and a half points. In our internal competition, we're down to our last two spots in the wheel, which are rushing yards for any single player. Um, no Daniel Jones jokes this week, I don't think. Um, no. The second one is the host prop pick. And we're actually, since that fell to the last wheel of this uh, kind of set of 
wheel segments, there's going to be two host prop picks. So what I'm going with this week is for the first one, we're going to do the opposite of one that we did earlier in the year. Defensive expected points. So the Vegas line for Seattle is expected to give up 26 and a half points. If Washington can hold them to under 27 this week, commanders will get a point. Giants are expected to put up a whole 10 and a half points per Vegas. So if Dallas can hold them to 10 or less, Dallas will get a point there. And Dallas is expected to put up 27 and a half points. So if the Giants can hold them to less than 28, get a point there. Give you guys all a chance to make up a point on Greg this week with a category like that. Doesn't it suck, Greg? No. Doesn't it suck? Everybody gets a bye week. It's all fair. (laughs) Our last category, second host pick, is going to be something that I run as a pool every week in my gambling group. First to score a touchdown. So the way that's going to work is... There's two games. You know, if if one team runs a kickoff back, they are more than likely going to be the first team, fastest team to score a touchdown in any game. They will get a point for that week. Something kind of random and arbitrary that, that can be equal for all. And we'll see who gets the fastest touchdown of the two games going in. Um, let me see who went last last time. Randy, why don't you lead us off? Looking forward right. to week 10. So I think I, I, I'm getting into this Giants-Cowboys game. I, I actually think the Giants are going to figure out how to do something this week, and I feel like they're going to cover the spread. So I feel like they're going to get a point for that stupid 10-and-a-half, ridiculously low whatever. But I do feel like they're now they've got a week that they know they got to get this rookie quarterback going. He's going to be under center practicing all week. I don't think they're going to beat the Cowboys, but I feel like they're going to show up actually. And I feel like they're going to be a little more, a little bit of a surprise to be honest, but I'm already uh, down and out. Now you're going to jinx them. Cause you're yeah, uh, there, practically there we go. believing at the very least. Game. I believe in them. So Are you that, sure you're so not that a they get, so they get stomped this week. That's why I'm believing in them. Uh, no, I mean, as far as the, uh, the, what, the, the other one was, what was the other one, Mike? Prop First bets. to score a touchdown or rushing yards. For, oh, any single that's a, player. That's a crapshoot. That uh, that re- I mean, I think the Cowboys have the advantage in that, but that's that's who knows. Why do the Cowboys um, have advantage in that? Just they got the better offense out of you two teams. I'll put it that way. And we're playing probably the worst, least quality Team. defense. Tony Pollard has had a stellar year, though, right? He has been terrible. I, 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 again, I didn't like Zeke. I really don't like Tony. I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't like Tony. Tony just is not a 30 carry, a ball carry game. He's a great mix up with a good running back. He's not a good first running back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Then we go to the Washington game. Uh, I, I, I think that Washington is going to win that game. I think, again, I, I feel like they are a much better team than Seattle. I think they're more rounded. Hal is coming into form. Um, sure, the New England game could have been gone either way. Geno Smith is looking absolutely horrendous. I know it's in Seattle. They came off of a loss, but I feel like in the end of it, Washington's going to come back with a win. Um, I'm just going to pick one more game because I don't want to just pick two. But uh, the Detroit Chargers game, what is the spread on that, guys? Anyone? I mean, I if you would have asked me in the pre-show, Sorry. Live. 
Yeah, way to go. We're live. Detroit minus two and a half so at LA. I'm taking the Chargers on that one. I think the Chargers are going to upset. I think they're going to maintain their number two spot in the NFC East. Um, the what? That Where are you pulling teams and conferences I'm from? I, I'm sorry. Chargers are going to win that. Detroit is a good team, but I think Chargers are going to win that. Uh, Who's the, in the NFC East? Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> One one other prediction. What? I feel like this is going to be the most fairest, the f- most fairest ref week in the NFL because the Eagles are on a bye. So right. I feel like there's a good chance that there won't be a lot of referee controversy this week. Our own officiating crew took the week off too. Well, then it's definitely going to be very fair because if and they we're, were refing, say the Washington Commanders this week, they'd probably try and give you guys a loss. We're we're bringing them to Kansas City too, just so you know. So we might actually win mm. that game. That's not good for Mahomes, but that's where that Swifty power comes in. Anyway, I'm, uh, that, that's my predictions for the week. Uh, go ahead, Greg. First of all, um, the Detroit Lions are not in the NFC East. You know, no, I meant the NFC. Sorry. Love you, Randy. God, I love mm. you. Um, I think I'm still confused. I'm very confused. That's why I'm going to keep talking. Just, just it will all go away in a second, Chris. I promise you. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take Dallas to roll. I, I think the Giants are in trouble. Um, I don't think you're getting any of your offensive line back, unless I'm wrong with that. Um, I think what you should do, and and what you're going to try to do, is keep it on the ground and just <laughs> run pound the rock with Barkley. Um, I, I don't like that spread though. Sixteen and a half seems a little high to me. Um, I think Dallas will win, but the Giants will cover. Um, I like Seattle at home uh, against Washington. I have no idea what you're talking about, Randy. I think Seattle is a good team. They're actually winning the uh, NFC West, tied with San Francisco right now. Um, it's not they've, winning. They've winning the NFC West. Yes, you they're, said tied. Tied. they're tied, but I think they have – well, whatever. Just, <laughs> um I think that's the Randy effect. Out. Look the Randy effect. Out of control. <laughs> that this all. guy is out of control. <laughs> Got me off my game. Um, but, yeah, they're a good team. They're not a bad team. Seattle is a good team. Actually, Seattle has the same record as the Cowboys, just so you're aware. Um, but I think that line is fair. I, I think they're going to – Thank you. <laughs> they're gonna, I think they're going to uh, beat Washington probably by seven. Um the defense expected, uh, like Randy said, I think the Giants are going to um, put up some points. Um, I think they're going to put up more than 10, so I think Randy's going to be lose a point on that one. Uh, first to score, I think both of them are games out west. So, like Mike said, it could be a, t- um, a kick return. Uh, it could be a defense interception. That should be interesting. Rushing yards, I think Barkley is going to win that. I think, I think what they're going to do is just – Try to pound the ball and uh, run the clock. I think that's their only chance to beat Dallas, um, to be 100% honest with you. And I'm going to be curious to see what Dallas does on the uh, the the after week, if you will. I, I, I don't know if they're pissed off. I've been listening to a lot of sports talk radio, and I've been hearing a lot about moral victories. Um, <laughs> like Not like Randy. Yeah, I, I I know, and I think maybe that's just how the happy the way we lost that game. Cowboys fans are are feeling. I don't know. I. I would not be happy, um, but then again, I, I don't follow a team that's more than a five-hour plane ride away for a home game. Um, I just jump in my car like Paul. We travel 45 minutes, and there we are. 
Uh, Chris, you got a little bit further overdrive, but you're close enough, so I give you that. But these fans that are two hours, uh, two hours. Cowboys fans that are from West Philadelphia and all over the country, I just don't get it. Two time zones it. over. Yeah, I don't understand it. But that's my that's my predictions for the week. Paul, yes, I can. Yeah. Or Chris. Yeah, I guess I can go. I, I do agree with you with the Giants-Cowboys uh, game. I think we're going to run the ball a lot. That's why I didn't understand why you thought Pollard had the best chance to It was do a joke. It. No, him. He uh, said something about it. I don't I know if he was joking. I did not say something about that. He said NFC East like 12 times. That's all he said. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, you – Come on now. I thought you said something about Pollard going against a weaker defense or something. But you, no. I was conf- – dude, no. you had me no. all confused. Come on now. But anyway, I think we'll run the ball. I think DeVito is going to start. I don't think he'll – I mean, it'll be simple. Some of the guys are back. Andrew Thomas is back. Uh, okay. Neil is back. Yeah. Jay, We are getting them back. It's another – that's the sad part about – I think him going down because it like really like finally got some players back and then he goes down. So, and Waller's out anyway, he's out for, I think he's on IR too, but um, giants. I mean, I don't think they're going to score the first touchdown or the fastest touchdown. They'll be lucky to score a touchdown. I don't think they'll score a lot of points. I do think they can score 13, 16 and a half is a lot. I, I, I can't, I can I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cover. If they do, it's still not going to be that far off. They're still going to lose by double digits. Uh, they might get a point. They might run the ball, take control of the time a little bit, keep them under 28. That would be nice. I'd like to get some moral victories, get some points in this wheel. There that you would, go. Be, that would be, yeah. I mean, I have nothing else to look forward to. I'd like to get some points to stay in the competition. Uh, Washington, Seattle, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I disagree with Randy again, and I agree with uh, Greg again. I think they are a good team. I think they're not very happy off the loss. Um, I think the additional Leonard Williams, I mean, that is going to eventually gel and be a good situation. That's a big plus for them. Um, I think they'll win the game. I think they'll cover. Uh, I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll have to score 27 points. I don't, you know, that could be a low scoring game. That could be a 21 to 13 game, something like that. I don't think it has to be, what was it? Minus 27, Mike, they have to stay. Washington has to keep them under 27 to get a point. Seven and a half, buddy. Yeah, I think I think Washington can get a point there, but I think they'll lose the game and Seattle will cover. Uh, as for the spinning the wheel, rushing yards, I'm just going to go with Saquon because I need points. I hope he runs all over you. Uh, pretty much that's what they're going to have to do, and you know it's coming, so your defense is good. You should be able to minimize that. Uh, the prop pick, uh, defense, I think we can hold them under 28. I think we might get a point there. Um, hope to. In uh, Oakland. I know. I, I you know. I think maybe, we're better in Oakland. No, but it doesn't work like that. I, I mean, you, 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 you know that. Though. You know it doesn't work like that. Uh, Jets beat the Eagles. We almost beat the Jets. One thing I do uh, know is we beat the you, Commanders. Whenever you and Greg agree on something, usually it ends up not being true. So keep agreeing huh. in Seattle. Keep in Seattle. I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with him on there. And then as for the second host, what was it? Uh, the first TD. I you know, Dallas will probably get that. <laughs> They'll probably get the fastest touchdown. And then, like I said, the defensive, uh, keeping the team under. I, I think Washington and Giants could both get a point there. All um, right. Thanks for the segue there, Chris. Um, so <laughs> we'll go right into uh, We're my all picks. vets here now, boys. My, Let's go. My, my picks, uh, I actually do think uh, that Seattle is going to beat uh, the Redskins. Really hard playing out there. You know, the, it, it's not the same team they were. 10 years ago, but it, it's still a, a really tough, loud place to play. Um, 
they got absolutely abused and humiliated against Baltimore. I think it was like 37 to three, you know, looked absolutely terrible. Um, I do think that they pull it out. I do think we can get the point though. They haven't scored 27 points since week three, you know, you know, scoring points is not really how they're, how they're winning games with like blowing people out. You know, they're, they're winning like 20 to 10 games and things like that. So I I think we can get the, um, the, um, the point there, but I do think we lose the game. Um, you know, as far as the, uh, the, the prop bets, I think the fastest touchdown, I think that's going to be uh, the Cowboys. And I would like to mention that I think the Eagles are going to score a touchdown before the Giants do, um, <laughs> even with the bye. Um, as far as uh, the, um, the, the defense, uh, I think we already went there. What was the other one we got? What we got, Mike? Did you miss? Uh, rushing yards. yards. Rushing yards. Rushing yards, yeah. No, I definitely think it's going to be Saquon there. Um, you know, if if we were Ooh. to stick to our game plan, like, uh, we're like all Randy green says, except for Randy. Yeah. Uh, if we would stick to the game plan, like Randy says, and run the ball even more, um, I think, you know, Brian Robinson's got a chance for that, but right now it's going to be Saquon because they literally have one play. It's like playing like techno ball or whatever it was and just running Bo Jackson. It's the, you just play one 100%. play and that's it, you know? So that's funny. Um, you know, as far as the game, I definitely think it's going to be a shellacking. I don't think it's going to be a 40 to nothing. I do think uh, that the Cowboys cover the spread. I I think it's going to be rough. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, like, I, both our games are at the exact same time on the same network. So mm-hmm. unless you're literally at a bar, you can't see it or you have the package. So mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Uh, I'm going to see if maybe I can go out somewhere to uh, so I can watch both of those together. but. Um, you know, those are my, my predictions. I, I, I think, um, the Eagles, uh, have a great shot, uh, much better shot than the, uh, the, the Giants do this week. So I'll, I'll stick with that. Good predictions by everybody. That's a, a little bit of a short, uh, second half. So I'm going to throw two more things out there. Um, first I want to selfishly talk about the bears for just a second, because this ties into the NFC East greatly for me this week um we got chris well first of all you guys know i've been saying for weeks i'm hoping to get the one and two picks at this point i was on that early on and now we got chris coming in here with only two (laughs) wins ever the optimist chris peterson who thinks his team's gonna win (laughs) every week no matter what Daniel Jones going to throw for 300 yards, and now he's saying they're not going to get another win all year long. So that's super disappointing to me, Chris. Uh, be, I need you guys to, to win man. at least two more games this year because we're probably going to win one this weekend against Carolina. And secondly, and this leads me into my second second topic that I want to talk about for just a minute here, Paul, at the trade deadline, Given the Bears, one of his team's best players, I want to talk about winners and losers from the trade deadline for just a second. I'm surprised none of you guys none of you guys touched on this because most of your teams were pretty active at the trade deadline. I'm going to start with Not Paul's mine. team since he's screwing up my Bears, giving up a second-round pick. We learned nothing from the Chase Claypool debacle last year. We give Washington a second-round pick for a team – for a guy that's pretty good, but he was going to be a free agent this year, and we could have had him for nothing. So Paul's I mean, team wins the trade I, deadline. At least I mean, I from, told you, I told you, I, what was it, Halloween night, 
Uh, I told you that the next morning we weren't going to have either of those two guys on our team. Good chance of that. I mean, I did think that Montez Sweat was going to uh, the Falcons, but the second that uh, the Bears were on the line and were like, we'll take a second round pick, uh, I think that was a done deal. And you you, you got the deal done, and you got exactly the deal I said. You know, I said, just give me each $100 million. I'm completely fine with that. Um, a lot of stuff, weird stuff came out about Chase Young after that. I don't, I don't like how all that stuff normally comes out about players after that trashing yeah. them and stuff like that, about him being like a diva or whatever. Oh, well, it just makes the freaking Niners uh, so much more dangerous. That's not helping anybody on this call. No one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was pretty happy about that. Um, I'm sure Chris would love to have those picks to take like, you know, the entire offensive well, from, like Iowa. let's let's move on to Iowa. Chris for a second, because I think Chris was also a winner at the trade deadline for Leonard Williams, a guy who's 29 in a contract year, probably wasn't coming back. He's got one point five sacks on the season. You've got second and fifth rounders for this guy. Yep. That That's a steal. You know, you guys Absol- are building for the future Absolutely. right now. That is a great deal for the Giants, giving you a winner as well there. Greg, you guys were a week earlier, but the the safety pickup is it Bayard or Bayard? Bayard, Bayard, I, Bayard I think. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. That that's a good great was, pickup for you guys. Did, I know you touched. How on did it last no one? Week. No one knew who he was, but he's a Pro Bowler. Like we yeah. all agreed, nobody's heard of him. But it was like he's a he's Pro def- Bowler. I mean, uh, he's doing something right as much. He's a safety. We'll say I knew that. his name. I didn't know a lot about him. Dallas has got a pick. Oh, Mike's. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, just I mean, I want to just point out. I think I think you guys all three were winners. Trade deadline's a big thing for me every year. Greg knows that. I'm every sport. I I love the trade deadline, and it's something I track every year. And I just thought all three of you did very well for yourselves. Um, You know, Randy's team did nothing, but it just proved Jerry Jones' quote from a couple weeks that we talked about. He doesn't make calls. He's going to listen for calls to come in, and I guess none came in this year, but. It it proved that that quote from earlier a couple weeks ago true. There may be one for Trey Lance coming in sometime, but Ortavius <laughs> Bryant, you just signed him tonight. Did you guys see that? Yeah, no, so, I did uh, not. You need another, I guess, another weapon to beat the Eagles now. Maybe yeah. he hasn't played since 2018, though. Really, or 19 or 20? I think it was 20. Oh, no, 18. So 18. was it really 18? I thought yes. it was 20. But Mike, yeah. I got a question for you. Who do you want? Yeah, I don't get one it. And number two. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. So Mike, I would Mike. if if we had the number one pick, I would do the same thing we did last year. I would drop down a couple spots. I would try to pick up some more first rounders. And I personally, you know, I don't know. It depends. It also depends on what Fields does these last couple weeks. Well, Mike, I mean, but, here's my thing. I, I I look at your quarterback situation, and you got Justin Fields, and you got this guy who I think is going to be pretty good. This By- Byron kid or whatever his no, name is. You're tripping. Tyson Bajit? <laughs> Bajit, that's it. I, maybe I am. He he won two games and looked crappy and won. But he, he he's, I mean, you're playing Carolina this week. It's like the Cowboys and Cooper Rush last year. He, he, he turns out, he's, good chance he's going to be three and one. Do you really sit that guy? If you got him yeah. and Justin Fields on the bench, do you really want Caleb Williams? I don't, I don't want I don't want a division two quarterback from Shepherd University quarterbacking my team. <laughs> you might say that, but he's a proven winner. He has done awesome. I in agree division with that. Two. He, I think he could have easily been a division one quarterback. 
He chose not to. I think that I think that I I just feel like he needs a shot, and I feel like why not give him a shot the rest of the year? Let I mean, if it starts to turn really south, you've always got fields. But if he keeps winning games, why would you go try and go after Caleb Williams and you could fill massive holes like Marvin Harrison Jr. or whatever? I I don't know. I mean, he's not opinion. exactly winning games. We have two wins on the year, and he was in for one of them. So it's not like he's out there. No, he I mean, won yeah, winning you got, games. You got to let it play no, out we, a little we bit. We lost this week. It... We lost. He's had oh. two starts, and we lost to the Saints this week. Yeah, you're you're right. He was up early. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm stupid again. <laughs> I pulled I pulled a Paul. There. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit's in the NFC East too, right? Yeah, I know. I, I was like, I, I, I meant the NFC. They're the number two team in the North, NFC. I right know. Now. I know. What and you the meant. Cowboys play at four twenty-five this weekend. Just put uh, it on yeah. your calendar. Yeah, very cute. Very cute. You guys are all <laughs> Eastern freaking... time. Ah. Eastern. All time. right. I think I, I think that's our time for for this week. We will uh, be back next week to talk some trash on week ten and start looking forward to week eleven. Good luck, girls. Clean football this week. <laughs>